Dude, mobile. It's good I, to see you, bro. I think I'm excited for this episode. Uh, <laughs> well, are you gonna? Are you not gonna lie? I'm not. Hold on, you, you gotta say that. Oh my, well today's in a very special episode because we have landed the uh, uh, Star Galaxy Studio in a very familiar place to me. Not to you though. We are in uh, an old dusty room right now called the oh Ape Brain Studio. This is the oh best studio. The co-host slash host of the most epic podcast ever, Fallible, as well as uh, a... Bigfoot hunter and and enthusiast uh, read multiple books on Bigfoot uh, believes that Bigfoot is real has hunted for Bigfoot before Austin welcome to the show man great to have you hey I appreciate it thanks for having me guys I'm clapping I'm clapping for you man I'm not clapping dude why I not? need to be convinced <laughs> that Bigfoot's real Dude, I don't know. That's why I'm, I'm here. I'm going to be convinced. That's though. why we're in the Eight Brain Studio. Yeah, this is why you guys are in the Eight Brain Studios. You guys are in my dormitory now. So, that's, so feel is, free this, to ask is this actually your podcast name, the Eight Brain Studio? No, no so that's no. my studio name. My, yeah, my yeah. podcast is Fallible, which yep. is okay. basically a theological podcast that discusses very controversial topics on morality and ethics within the Bible. Ooh. Wow, and I had the great. pleasure of having uh, co-hosted a few of the last episodes with him. Yeah, uh, we talked about I can't remember exactly. Baptism was one. Holy Spirit was one. T. Graham, are you cheating on me? No, I, I'm not. No, bro, this I isn't promise. a, just, a, a nah. past life basically <laughs> oh, at this okay. point. <laughs> I see. Yeah. This is this is my ex, bro. This is, Bas- this is basically <laughs> I'm his side chick <laughs> from way long ago. You yeah. know, it's it was too 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 <laughs> too long ago. <laughs> oh my. Anyway, so yeah, man. We uh, uh let's let's just start. A, you know, we we obviously know where uh, Austin lies on the Bigfoot. Well, topic. to be honest, I didn't know where he lied. I mean, he's got a lot of data. And evidence looks That's like true. I didn't know what he well maybe maybe Bigfoot. we'll do that then so yeah just go ahead, ask Austin. me how I started yeah it's, yeah I well no no <laughs> before that before oh, that okay lay out what your thesis is on the existence of Bigfoot <clears throat> sure absolutely so I think there is such a thing called Bigfoot or Sasquatch whatever you want to call it I don't really care mm. um, I think there's a North American ape that exists within North America and possibly uh, other continents, but primarily in North America, I believe that this ape is a descendant of the uh, Polythiocene Gigantopithecus that crossed the uh, Asiatic land bridge during the Ice Age and is now here. Um, I believe there's roughly a population of 3,000 to 4,000 occupying North America, um, roughly six foot eight to eight and a half feet tall. Some, I mean, there's the plus or minus differentials there. And, um, I mean, there's been literally thousands and thousands of sightings pre-European settlement. So, um, yeah, I think there's really good evidence. I think there's very good physical evidence, uh, good anecdotal evidence. Um, so I, I honestly think it's just when you, when we're going to discuss some of the, the, the facts today, I think it's going to be, you're going to come back thinking it's probably more reasonable than not to believe that there is such a thing as, as Bigfoot. Really, See, but the yeah. thing is, is here's but here's my problem with it is that I feel like you could talk like that about any random fact about <clears throat> a, a theory, and okay. it still could be true. Like you could say people have spoken, so just you you gave us a lot of information there, but people have said the same thing about the Earth being flat, for example. They've speak in the very same way. I where mean, there's, there's a lot no, of technical there's no terms. physical evidence that the Earth is flat. <laughs> That, but, but, but. <laughs> T-Grab, I'm interested where he's. I, I'm uh, interested where he's going with this though, because I feel like when we kind of discussed the Earth is flat, it was more like opinion based. Yes, 100. Yeah, percent And it was not so. really the Earth was flat. It was more like we're being censored for some reason, or people are being or, censored. Dude, the censor. Reason. I mean, censorship of information is confirmed. You utilizing and seeing algorithms that these new tech companies use, but that's mm-hmm. that's for another time. So, Well, let me ask you this. Do you yeah. think that information on Bigfoot is being censored? No, I don't. I, you know, and, and here's honestly the reason why. is because at this point, big, people don't take Bigfoot seriously. Um, the academic community f- largely doesn't take Bigfoot seriously. And so right. okay. from a gatekeeper's perspective, if you're trying to gatekeep like information that's you know truth from getting out, they don't really like worry about things that are already criticized and not taken 
taken seriously. Yeah. Um, if it was probably a more serious topic, then I'm sure there would probably be a little bit more gatekeeping, but um, okay. I don't think there's really any gatekeeping now. Okay. So so because the community of academics do not believe in Bigfoot, that's the majority <clears throat> of the reason why we don't see an overwhelming amount of evidence. I would his, just say the, the topic today. is not taken seriously. I don't want to say that there's not academics um, that have contributed to the field because there's, there's quite a few. It's just not the entirety, and it's also um, kind of like a non-starter. I'll talk about that in a little bit, but yeah. uh, basically they're presupposing that a a North American ape couldn't exist. Therefore, Bigfoot can't exist is their, mm-hmm. their mindset. Where, where are they, where are they basing that? Well, okay. Before well, we continue, there's actually. never been evidence of, of any ape species in North America. Therefore there can't be any ape species. in North so America. you is basically how they're framing the argument. So before, you mentioned go ahead. that go ahead, there's Zach. been, you, you're thinking that there, well, there's been thousands of sightings, but you're thinking that yeah. there's three to 4,000 mm-hmm. total existing. Um, uh, in North America. Come? In North America. Right. Um, where does that so number come from? Good question. So that number comes from estimates of biodiversity, um, basically the numbers you'd need to sustain a genetically variable population without mm. having disease uh, from interbreeding. And okay. also from the sightings-based data, yeah. many people don't see more than one or two at a time, right? There's not like these clans of Bigfoots yeah. that are just, you know, roaming around having like, uh, you know, parties celebrations and, and parties and get-togethers. <laughs> no. Um, from from this point of view, they'd be very similar uh, to just a very reserved black bear, but, I mean, way lower populations. Um, okay. They have similar diets and, and whatnot, or at least they suspect so. But that's mm-hmm. where that number comes from is basically that's, that number is what is kind of needed for to keep that biological diversity. Hmm. Zach, or sorry, cheese. We're going to have to go back through here at some point. And <laughs> We're never going to cut that out. You know that, right? <laughs> it's horrible. Mobile, uh, where do you stand right now with the existence of Bigfoot? What would your thesis be? Okay, as I do with most things in life, besides engineering, I pretty much base it off of opinions and logic. (laughs) Um, But that being said, I think it's pretty reasonable that Bigfoot exists just because of all the sightings um, that I've seen. Okay, but but hold on just a second. You can't, you can't. There, there was lots of arguments against these sightings, quote well, unquote. Well, and, and I had this discussion with one of my coworkers, actually a couple of them, is kind of like what Austin mentioned is denying something just because, like you, you kind of, what is that? What did you say? You start with a presupposition. Exactly. That's the flawed argument, basically. Mm-hmm. And, and that can be applied to a lot of things. Uh, I just lost my train of thought. So you can No, go, I got go you. <laughs> I got you, bro. I, I just the don't want to, I don't. I, I think it's possible for sure that Bigfoot exists. I've been pretty disappointed with with watching all the little shows like on Discovery Channel. Oh up. yeah, God, those are terrible. And, and I watched them all. <laughs> like I literally yeah. watched them all. And I was a big believer in Nessie, and I don't want to get off topic, but I was like, I I, I just love the idea of you know a plesiosaur mm-hmm. um, existing. I mean, that's just so cool. Yeah. But I mean, I'm I'm for Bigfoot. I would love it if it existed, but I can't say that I believe that it does. But I definitely, sure, I, I see that it's possible for sure. You could, you could say you're Bigfoot agnostic. I think is where I'd put. Yeah. You. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've never Bigfoot heard that term before. <laughs> well, now so, you have, brother. <laughs> dude. <laughs> dude, you're sign me up. Yeah. <laughs> I, I ain't trying to. I ain't trying to deny my faith in Christ, but man, a Bigfoot agnostic. Uh, dude, exactly. That's a, that's a good. Dude, okay, so let's switch over back to Austin now because it is true that you grow up listening to shows and mm-hmm. getting fed certain information. So you didn't grow up you didn't grow up believing in Bigfoot. It was more something that you researched on your own. How, explain to how you got into this. Okay, yeah. So I will absolutely be honest with you. So absolutely didn't grow up with Bigfoot. However, the only in thing that actually got my interest when I was around 12, I think this was when it came out, was uh, 2011, 2012, Finding Bigfoot on Animal Planet. Oh and my for gosh. whatever reason, dude, I just, I just, oh my gosh, I love that got show you as a kid. Yeah, I got hooked. <laughs> and um, 
while Bobo. I'm looking, dude, yeah, while I'm looking at it, it's just like the stupidest show ever. Um, and to uh, think that a camera crew of 14 people could go into a forest <laughs> and find anything, <laughs> like, uh-huh. <laughs> it's just such a stupid idea. Um, yeah. but I mean, ultimately, that was what kind of got me hooked. Um, I don't know if I started taking it more like from a, a reasonable perspective. Uh, seriously until you know old later in my life where but what started uh, that like what got you into it well I, you like i said I, I just like the show dude like oh honestly my. the fact was me like tv made me interested in this novelty creature that was supposedly you know this gigantic ape wandering through the forest like yeah if you just yeah. think about it from a that standpoint that that is insanely scary and also yeah. intriguing at the same time yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah. Well, so do you see now though how people are going to have issue with that? Right? Well, not not right. necessarily because here's the thing. While I, my interest comes from a TV show, my interest now is not based on a TV show. Right. If, if that right, makes right. sense, right? Like yeah. it can start on pretty shaky water, but you can you mm-hmm. can develop a healthy interest in something if it's more well studied. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's not like I I ever quote unquote had an encounter i mean i think i might have but i can i can kind of discuss that later um i think where i'm at now i'm comfortable in saying that i i have really good uh reasonable evidence to think that a north american ape might exist uh here in the united states so so give us some of that reasonable evidence that you would that you would (coughs) show people I mean, there's 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 quite a bit, but I, I what, figured what, what was st- the what, what mm-hmm. was the evidence? What was the evidence that when you were getting into it and researching it for sure. the first time that mm-hmm. you go, oh man, there's something real about this. There's something. Uh, right. Dude, it was a stinking Discovery Channel for me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be honest with you, most of where it started was just anecdotal evidence. So, and okay. what did define exper- anecdotal? Yeah, so anecdotal just means ex- exper- experiential, right? So if okay. someone experiences something and they tell you. So mm-hmm. as far as anecdotal evidence, there's there's so much. I mean, this is talking about pre-European history. Yep. Uh-huh. Um, literally every Native American tribe within North America has a name for some type of hairy man that occupies the forest. Wow. Um, which is really interesting. I mean, because mm-hmm. you're thinking about, I mean, while some tribes, um, you know, had communication with others, uh, some didn't, right? Some were isolated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so the fact that there is this quote-unquote Bigfoot or Sasquatch mm-hmm. um, idea in, in all of these tribes is very interesting. Um, yeah. And then when we go into, you know, early European settlement of the of the United States and, and largely more North America, um, it's it's talked about almost really prevalently. It's not used the, the name Bigfoot or Sasquatch. It's usually like Wild Man or mm-hmm. Hairy Man. But yeah. you'll see newspaper clippings, dude, from like the 1800s, the 1700s of trappers, of loggers, of just, mm. you know, basically pioneer type people running into these things. Um, and mm. just to add a little bit more credibility into what I'm saying from a historical perspective, Theodore Roosevelt, our president, one of a, one of the greatest ones, um, he was part of this coalition, or should I say, like this hobbyist called the Rough Riders. I'm not sure if you're familiar. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah, heard of so, them. I've heard right, of them. Right, so he, he was but, part but of like explain, this. Explain, the, explain what they were. Uh-huh, sure, so it's basically like a horse, I don't know, like a backpacking group on horse. I mean, but okay. like, just like old school, like rough and yep. tough guys that are navigating and exploring yep. uh, just because they're like pure masculinity. Anyway, <laughs> in his journal... He writes about encountering one of these Bigfoots. I mean, obviously, they didn't call it Bigfoot. But he said it was about eight foot tall, um, and it started throwing rocks at his horses. uh, And and multiple guys saw it in his, um, I don't know, his party that he was. So there's a lot of people that have spoken on this that come from Mm -hmm. more of the, like, a higher, um, I don't know, uh, respectful position in in the United States. so there's there's that prehistory of it, and then there's mm-hmm. the modern day, right? So we're mm-hmm. taking a little bit of everything. So we got our pre-European history with the Native Americans. Now we have our early European settler history, which there are sightings, which are consistent. And then we have our modern day sightings. Um, and I think a lot of the modern day sightings um, are a mix between <laughs> TV-influenced hoax 
mm-hmm. and right. actual signings. Um, I would say that probably maybe 35% of all signings are actually real. Um, I would say the major the majority are they going to be misidentification via black mm. bear or some type of big creature that can occasionally be bipedal or um, mm-hmm. just straight up lie, right? Yeah. So, yeah. so <clears throat> go I've got a, a question to go into the the hoax sure. part. Mm-hmm. What what do you think the influence of hoaxes have had? Would you say it's positive or negative? Um, I think it's a little bit of both. I mean, obviously, okay. it's not a good thing to lie about something. Um, mm-hmm. It certainly stirs up the popularity of the subject, but it also furthers di- further discredits the subject, if, if I'm being completely honest with you. Yeah. Um, I, I alone, I mean, and Caleb will tell you this, like, dude, me and him were making Bigfoot hoax videos back in the day just because they were so <laughs> fun to make. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they were. Yeah, and I'm being completely honest here when I say that. So I think there's, there's a fun in it, but it's also, it, it doesn't help those who are actually trying to study it seriously, which I'm at the point yeah. in my life where I am. Okay, so, to do that. so so and I'm and I'm excited to get into some of these evidences here yeah. too. But before we continue on to that, you've you've kind of given us a brief explanation. Well you did. You gave us an explanation of what you think it is. It's not really a human. No, uh, not at not, all. It's actually. not it's not really like any sort of even human hybrid. Nope. Which is what some people believe that it is, by the way. Some I, I know the that, whole Nephilim thing, and yep. I guess we could get into that, but no, I don't, no, no. I don't know. <laughs> but just to just to kind of touch the briefly touch <clears throat> that topic, some people believe that this is like the whole uh, Nephilim angels mixing and stuff. Some people yeah, believe this is sure. a. Uh, some people believe that this is scientific uh, genetic mutations, mm-hmm. uh, where where people that. are. People are messing with things they shouldn't be messing with and combining things they shouldn't be combining right. and now somehow releasing these these creatures into uh, having a somewhat of a population. Some people believe that they're completely uh, ghosts. Uh, some mm-hmm. people believe that they're just uh, premonitions of spiritual whatever else, right. which is very interesting. But you're under the impression that this is more of an ape. It's just a big ape. It's a really ridiculously big. It's the biggest. It would be the biggest ape known to man if it That's was real. That's not really. Um, okay. The, Gigan- well, the well, Gigantopithecus <laughs> that existed 100,000 years ago uh, in Eastern Asia was bipedal, and it was about 10 feet tall. So what is a gi- really. gigant? Is it extinct <clears throat> now? Yeah, it's extinct now. It's uh, it was living around 100,000 years ago in the Pleistocene okay. era. Yeah. Okay. So do you believe that other sightings in that eastern area, eastern for example, uh, Asia, uh, Nepal, yeah. yeah, China, those those are also related somehow? Yeah, I think so. Um, but if you actually look at the sightings today in eastern Asia, a lot of their bipedal ape-like sightings are, are very small. Um, they're yeah. like average like five foot five or shorter. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's very interesting to see the evolution of, if this creature is real, the evolution of its geographical adaptations, um, <clears throat> you know, considering it was so big back then, probably because of the oxygen levels and also the amount of, you know, forestry and whatnot. And now so much, it's probably adapted over time, in at least in Eastern Asia, to accommodate its environment. So it's probably a lot shorter, and I think that's probably consistent. Um, however, in North America, we tend to have a little bit uh, better geography to sustain bigger mammals. I mean, yeah. take a look at grizzlies and black bears. Take a look at I humans. Mean, we're, we're all bigger. <laughs> well, that, I, I, I think that's a result of farming <laughs> and not so much of the environment. But Well, I, I, went to the, I, I was in Nepal, and I looked around. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I'm the top 10 most, like the tallest person in this country by yeah. far, by like two feet. Right. And right. and the other thing is is that they have they have apes over there. They have monkeys. Yeah. So and 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 this is a huge thing. So Gigantopithecus is a relative of the the chimpanzee and the orangutan, which are both a- East Asiatic apes. How um, do we know this exists? How do we know the Gigantopithecus exists? Yeah. 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 Uh, we have bones and fossils. And that's how they've. That's how they uh-huh. figured. Yeah. It. So okay. this is an interesting story. I don't know if we want to get into it too much, but the only Go reason ahead. that we found that a bipedal ape uh, that was like ten foot tall was existing in that area is because they found its teeth and jaw bones in a cave that oh were my. carried by porcupines 
not many you know, people like understand. Yeah, so not many people understand how hard it is for the Earth to preserve bones. Um, it's it, it's actually very very hard. You need like hmm. extremely ideal conditions. Um, so hmm. therefore, these porcupines that were taking these teeth and jawbones into these caves that happen to be very dry, you mm-hmm. know, you know, and also away from the elements, you know, corrosion and right, wind right. and rain. Um, that allowed us to understand and discover these fossils or bones and fossils. So when you think about it, um, this is kind of one of the arguments uh, from the, you know, maybe the Bigfoot side is people don't realize how hard it is f- how how ideal the conditions need to be to get fossils or to get bones um right decay and degradation by the environment is rapid it it, mm-hmm. it is i mean in a matter of uh you know two weeks something can be completely gone mm. so so I- i'm looking at these uh sasquatch sightings uh you got a photo here there's about of the map referring of the to? map yeah okay yeah and then you also mentioned and we already discussed it about the population size Yep. And then the third thing, which now is the degradation of basically the dead animals or whatever they are, mm-hmm. um, yeah. it definitely it it kind of soothes my suspicion of like why haven't we found like a bunch of I mean, <coughs> we should find these things all over the place, but if if the population is so low, yeah, mm-hmm. and your it's a big question. I mean, that's gonna be that's gonna be what people argue on right. this topic right away. The well, first thing is, because mm-hmm. if they did find one, if they captured one, let's say they've captured a Bigfoot, sure, sure. that would be all over the news, right? No, I don't I don't think so at all. And I really? can get into that. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't think so at all. So when I say there is gatekeeping and that it exists, obviously you know it exists through, you know, our software mm-hmm. and big tech companies. Yeah. I think there's the same thing with this type of phenomenon, except... Okay. And... and I want to get into this a little bit later before I get like go full. But basically what I'm saying is I believe that Bigfoot has, you know, several Bigfoots have been captured. Several Bigfoots have been killed. Um, Mm -hmm. I believe that we have Bigfoot bodies and Bigfoot bones. Um, It's just a matter of where are they? And so Mm -hmm. I can get into that a little bit later, but I kind of want to first. Well, just say it. Just where are they? Uh, Well, Well, honestly, they're probably I want to go into just the more concrete evidence and yeah, why I think this is but, but could you just more give of a, us like a location? <laughs> like I want to go. I want to uh, go see it. Let's just say you wouldn't be able to get access cuz you don't have a government ID card. That's why why would it, Okay, so so so, uh, so hey, time hey, out. Hey, 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 no no time out. I want to <laughs> talk about the evidence and then I'll talk about why I think this is why I think <laughs> this is the way. Yeah, it is. I, let's go down go the ahead. evidence path cuz I'll okay. go ahead. Yeah. So as I kind of explained, I think that this it's a ape that's probably a descendant of a Gigantopithecus mm-hmm. or yep. um, othlo, oth, what is it, Australopithecine ape, which basically means it's a relic hominid. It's in the, our family tree. It's just not okay. Okay. Our, us. It's not a Homo sapien. It's nothing close to it um, because they, as far as anyone's observed them, their activities don't show any higher intellect of tool making, fire making, or language. Or I shouldn't mm-hmm. say language because there is there is evidence of language, but they're very primitive compared to like gotcha. even a Neanderthal had use of tools, right? And, and and chimpanzees have uses of tools too. So we don't even see that in whatever encounters that exist with Bigfoot. But people people ask me, they say, okay, so why is there why? You know, why is there no Bigfoot bones? We kind of go went over that as far mm-hmm. as yep. decay. When's the last time you saw bear bones in the wild? <laughs> you, the answer is never. you haven't. Never. I have, what are you you about? absolutely never have seen bear bones in the I wild. I have all the time. You're out of your mind. And there's one <laughs> no, reason. I have. You're so dumb, dude. Stop. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not, <laughs> not dumb. Okay, where did you see bear bones at? A museum? I, oh, 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 oh. You mean like bear bones as in like a bear, not bear Yeah, bones. like a bear. <laughs> bear like bones. A, a black bear. No, I got no, you. I you've never you seen I've, black bear bones while you're walking you, in the well, past. Well, but I have, but I've seen pig bones. Yeah, and that's seen, only I've because the nature. Okay, there's this is so easy to explain. First of all, when you're talking about predators, what do predators do when they're sick? They go away to locations where mm-hmm. they can't be found to to heal. That type of behavior is not common with other types of predators because of the amount of population, and also they just don't have those instincts built into them. So I I, I don't I'm 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 
I'm interested why you don't know this, Caleb, is the reason why you don't <laughs> find predator bones anywhere is because they always resort to hidden places to either I see what you heal mean. from injuries or yep. to die, right? Or to die. Yep. Yeah, so I, that's why I we don't that. see bear bones and bobcat bones on trails. We always see deer bones because there's a high population of them, and they just don't they don't have the same uh, behaviors and mechanisms. So that's that's kind of my take on that. Now, People are going to ask me, okay, so you've kind of covered that. What is the physical evidence? You've talked about the anecdotal evidence, the stories, mm-hmm. whatever. The, I, I think we have actually a, quite a good sample size of physical evidence. Um, okay. And and I'll go into this because it's going to be a little bit complex, but this is why I spent so much time, you know, researching. So when people say Bigfoot tracks, we see we always assume mm-hmm. Bigfoot. We we see these casts, you know, yeah. of these Bigfoot tracks. And the first cast was in like 1959 by some guy who actually hoaxed it. Believe it or not, yeah, he made these like wooden casts or something. Yeah. He owned a construction company out in Humboldt, California. So the the history of Bigfoot casts is a shady one to say the least. Um, okay, just because in the beginning, like the first types of casts that they purport you know reportedly found were hoaxed or made with wooden you know like just pieces of wood that were carved yeah, um i've i've but, made my own bigfoot tracks before right i mean it's really not all that hard to grab something but what i'm talking about is probably about 300 or 400 documented casts that show certain um <clears throat> anatomical traits of apes okay. that can't be mimicked and we'll talk about that caleb when i spoke with him before this was questioning me on this i think i got him pretty good so number one is when bigfoots or just any any mammal leaves a track mm-hmm. if the track sediment is good enough if if the conditions are good you will leave you will leave what's called dermal ridges now dermal ridges are basically Kind of like the <clears throat> patterns on your finger fingers, right? You have the, these your unique fingerprint. You have yep. like those yeah. lines on your finger. Well, we also have them on our feet. Okay. Um, Makes and sense. And so, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me check. <laughs> oh my god! I just imagine T. Graham taking right. his sock off and shoe off, and his I literally, ever, right? I literally just did. It, it, he's real. It's right. We do have okay. little ridges. I'm looking. At my yeah. Big so toe we have right dermal now. ridges on our feet, and so whatever is leaving behind these you know 17 18 inch tracks that are probably about six six inches wide um are leaving dermal ridges and so that is definitely a sign of an actual mammal or should i say just uh, just living life that has you know skin um and you don't you don't think that could be faked well i think that you could do your best to do it um and i think that if you you and and you might want to go into this and probe me a little bit but um you could certainly try to fake dermal ridges. It's it's just that who's looking at these casts are educated enough to make that decision. And they're not going to be me, for example. Right, so right. if I were to take a cast and say you 3D printed and designed on your computer in CAD, like dermal ridges onto a cast, um, mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't be able to tell you the difference. I'd probably be convinced, oh, man, it yeah. must be real. However, <clears throat> there are several experts that are that's kind of all they do. Um, so one wow. of them is named Jimmy Jimmy Chilcutt. He is a forensic investigator for I think like the Dallas State Police. I think he may be retired now, but he specialized in um, fingerprinting and uh, toe printing for apes in crime scenes. I mean, this guy has got to be probably like one out of a million when it seems, comes but that to specializing. Seems so fake, right? That, that right. Seems it seems so one out weird. Of a billion, dude. Yeah, probably. There's 10 right. Of those guys in but the whole yeah, world. there's probably about ten in the world. Um, Holy and so smokes. he was sent these Bigfoot tracks and or casts, you want to call them, just to get his take on it. And right. He okay. was able to determine that whatever these were genuine and authentic dermal ridges that left a you know an abnormal or uh, abnormous footprint. Um, so basically, he was able to determine that it, whatever it is is a mammal and it's big. Um, he didn't want to okay. specify anything further than that, and I understand, right? He still works for the police, <laughs> yeah. so you don't want to you don't want to discredit yourself too much. But mm-hmm. he was able to determine that it was it was it was genuine. Um, then you have people like. <clears throat> that are in in sitting in doc uh in academic academia right now like um 
Dr. Jeffrey Meldrum, who's the uh, department chair of anthropology at Idaho State University. Okay. He is a huge proponent of Bigfoot physiology and uh, locomotion. That's what he, he mm. specializes in hominid locomotion and bipedalism of evolution or evolution yeah. of bipedalism. Yeah. And, um, I mean, the, these are the types of guys that these casts are being sent to. And yeah, I, I read a little bit about this. Sorry to interrupt. Right. Go I, ahead. I did Go read ahead. a little bit about this. And another another supporting piece of evidence is how the cast or how these imprints are made in the ground. Right. right. So if I had just a if I just had a uh, wooden or whatever uh, mold of a footprint that I want to put into the mud. You would be more flat, but in a lot of cases, right. especially when you see videos of these things walking, they they would have to put a lot of pressure on their front <clears throat> front three toes and then the, the 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 front part of their foot, and so you can kind of tell if if these animals are walking or running or or are crawling based off of sort of the imprint into the ground, not necessarily just the shape of it, right? That's so, exactly right. Yeah, um, so there's there's evidence in in these in these footprints, and people have seen them before. And, and there's one other thing I want to mention too. The one reason why I really do believe that there could be something out there is because, for the first time, I think it was last year or two years ago, I went out to Tennessee, and uh, as I'm driving through the forests of Tennessee, you start to get this uh, understanding of scale. And, and I don't believe that I ever had this understanding until after I actually saw exactly what I was in, but I was in literal thousands, probably millions of acres of forest, right? Th like there, there is no way, even today, as I'm overlooking this mountainside and I'm looking down into the valley and I'm, and I, I'm, I'm trying to find the next town or city, there just isn't one. There's, there's no way that these forests have been completely sc scoured by scientists and they have made a complete addition of everything that's out there. And it's very interesting to me because I do believe that there is going to be other, uh, there's going to be other things out there that other animals besides Bigfoot that we will eventually discover. I, I still believe there's undiscovered animals in, in the wilderness today, regardless if Bigfoot is real or not. Mm -hmm. Uh, other other animals beyond even just that that we have no idea about it's the same thing with the ocean right it's so vast we don't understand we have no comprehension of what's really truly down there we haven't even really truly gone down there to even know if there's life and yet um i think it's the same thing with these forests especially the ones that are sort of more central to america tennessee a bit northern even like michigan and stuff the the, the forests there are just so vast it's just completely unreasonable to assume that everything's already been discovered. I mean, am I accurate in thinking that? What do you guys think? I think so. Um, <clears throat> I just also but, think that if you're going to have a creature that it's kind of its mission is to be solitary, then it's going to do a good job. You know, like, uh -huh. number one, you could start off by being nocturnal. That'll definitely help. Right. Um, you think you know, Bigfoots are nocturnal? Probably. I mean, a lot of okay. apes are. So. Okay. That's why that's why all these hunter shows go out at night. And that's and that's the other thing I want to uh, touch on here. It's it's a bit of a problem that there's so much hype around Bigfoot because it seems like it's more of a money making play than it, it is. is actual scientific discovery. So I can right. understand maybe some of the frustration behind the hoaxes and stuff because it is fun and it and it makes money. It does. Uh, yeah. Bobo, for example, right? The guy's the guy's a legend, but. He's, he's always on TV. That's how he's making his money, you know? So, yeah, that and going to Bigfoot conferences and people yeah, scheduling yeah. him. <laughs> so, so I'm sorry for the tangent, but continue. So beyond footprints, and this is what I'm honestly most interested in. Mm -hmm. Talk to me about talk to me about the bones, the blood, the fur, right. uh, even the bodies that you think that, that people have. Okay, um, I think before we get off the footprint, because we only talked about one aspect, and I think you talked. But, but I feel like partly. I mean, wait, wait. I yeah. just wanna. I just wanna express here. Go so ahead. when we're talking about physical evidence, there's going to be multiple factors in which it deems it authentic and a living creature. So we talked about the dermal ridges, but I also want to talk about and and you kind of highlighted this is articulation within the within the whatever it is, the mud, the sand. Yeah. Yeah. We're able to like you said, we're absolutely able to detect articulation of toes and 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 you know, 
whether they're walking or running and how how the mud or the sand is displaced. I mean, you can't do that with a with a cast. Um, it's just not going to be organic, right? You right. can't just roll your foot in the mud with a cast and, and be well, able I'm to show. Well, I'm not sure. No, no, I'm no. You, that it's, it's true. So this is going to be a strong suit of, like I said, that guy, Dr. Jeffrey Meldrum, because he specializes in bipedal locomotion and biomechanics, right? So yeah. him, he's able to I'm, – I'm probably not going to be able to tell. But he's absolutely going to be able to tell, oh, the pressure – Well, he's going to yeah. be able to see what pressure was put on uh, which toe and whether it was running or walking. Um, so that's that's really the second part, and then I think the third thing that really sets it apart from it cannot be hoaxed if you get a you know a, a good actual track is the um, the presence of what's called a mid tarsal break, which and basically is yeah. So basically, it's a crease line in the middle of your foot. Humans don't have it because it's just not you know beneficial to us but apes have this feature where okay. basically you know how apes have like those opposable f- mm-hmm. toes and whatever yep um a mid-tarsal break is kind of like folding the foot to basically grab onto mm-hmm. wherever you're walking just to navigate the terrain better um and we see presence of mid-tarsal breaks in, in bigfoot cast so just those three criteria alone are going to be nearly impossible to uh, manufacture replicate. or replicate, and mm. even in like a CGI effect studio, because there's just too many variables there. Um, or at least an expert is going to now. Asa, be able what do you to say? Detect. Yeah, because I, I think people are probably going to attack you in in the sense of, well, of course we could, with you know, if you got the experts together, produce something like this, maybe at least. If you spent enough money on it, but I, I think the sightings maybe just because there's so many of them are not really the sightings, but the evidence of walking around. I mean, how many of these footprints are there? Well, like this. yeah. So why don't they go get let let? Okay, so them? Les Stroud. You know, everybody knows Les Stroud, the Survivor Man, Discovery mm-hmm. Channel. Yep. I don't. Yeah, I don't know him. dude, come on. He's like everything. He's everything a legend. He talks to me about so far is in the Discovery Channel. And- <laughs> Dude, okay, okay, but everybody knows Les Stroud and how he's no BS, right? Like, he's the yep. one guy on TV that actually did the whole survival thing. Like, Bear Grylls, fake. Uh, yep. What were those oh, yeah. other ones? He's Dual survival, fake. Fake, like, fake, fake, fake. Yeah, just like it was all bull crap except for Les. Um, how do we know? How do we know? I mean, that's kind of his, like, MO is, like, he's the only guy who thing. did it legit. Yeah. Um, anyway. I, 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 never, I never saw him. I don't know. All right. Anyway. Um, he went ahead and tasked this Hollywood CGI like effect studio to do it, and I think this was filmed back in like 2018. So okay. keep that in mind. And he actually got it done. He priced it out, and it came uh-huh. to it took so it took six months to do, okay. and it took fifty thousand dollars to do. Now keep that in mind. And so when the actual cast was was uh, put in the ground by that fake foot. Mm-hmm. They had Dr. Jeffrey Meldrum take a look at it. That uh, guy I was telling you about, the professor yeah. of anthropology. After sixty thousand dollars or fifty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so what he found, so at first, at first he was convinced. He said, "Oh wow, this is a genuine print." But after yeah. further inspection, he could actually see it was faked. So really? I want to say that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, and then and also, why do we see these traits of all those things that I mentioned? in casts from 1964 where there was actually no knowledge of bipedal locomotion in apes let alone this whole mid-tarsal break business that that wasn't even known anatomically Mm -hmm. there's no way we could have known that okay so there's way more to the story than (laughs) oh what if a studio created it it's like oh so do we uh, ultimately understand like things that we didn't know 60 years ago no that's not true yeah Um, i feel like this kind of put that that argument yeah it puts it to sleep basically yeah correct um, that's awesome yeah so there, that's just the footprints let's talk about uh, some of the hair the bones the blood kind of the other yeah, things i want to i want i want to physically go see a bigfoot body okay well <laughs> we already know where we're going with that one so i'll tell you at the the end with that but um as far as the hair goes uh it's similar to human hair or ape hair i should say 
Okay. Um, but it doesn't have what's called a medulla or a medulla in it. And basically, humans and, and other animals, it's basically like a nucleus and a hair that has a lot of DNA. That's actually how okay. we do DNA testing if we get hairs huh. is we'll, abs- we'll uh, extract DNA from the, from the medulla of a hair. Um, they don't have – they have an absence of a medulla in their hairs um, from what we understand. And like I why? said – Why? I don't All actually – Huh? All apes are just uh, no, 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 no. Specifically, Sasquatch. This is an interesting trait, unique to to, to Bigfoot. This is seriously, wow. absolutely, yes. So, with other so apes, the absence of DNA. No, 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 no. It's not the absence of DNA. It's the absence of the medulla. It's we still have the hairs, and we still can mm-hmm. tell that they're tapered. So that means that they're not cut, right? They're not cut with the with like scissors um they display thickness certain thickness characteristics of Mm -hmm. similar to apes they just don't have a mandola and like i said to get dna from these hairs is not impossible it's just harder because they don't have a mandola um so there's kind of that take on hairs that's pretty consistent above the board well i mean it certainly could but in the same sense we have a lot of unique features in humans that are quote unquote unique (laughs) that are convenient you know what I mean like just convenient to us that's called evolution right it's Uh convenience (laughs) Um, and I don't actually know the evolutionary purpose of um, not having a medulla in a hair but Mm -hmm. perhaps you could probably ask people way smarter than I you can't get identified that way maybe I don't know (laughs) Um, okay so Bigfoot bones um to the public knowledge, no one's seen a Bigfoot bone or, or kind okay, of understand. Okay. But we do have a good idea of the Bigfoot anatomy. And you're asking me, how the heck do we have a good idea of Bigfoot anatomy? Um, mostly because we've had guys who are, uh, what is it called? I mean, Dr. Jeffrey Meldrum would be one, but there's guys who are specialized in biomechanics of mm-hmm. skeletal structures that have taken a look at what's called the Patterson-Gimlin film. I'm sure you've seen it. It's that really blurry film from 1964 recorded by two cowboys. Um, And so basically, we've been able to kind of understand the proportions of Bigfoot, um, which are Mm -hmm. unique. So number one is Bigfoot are known to have longer arms and shorter legs. Um, Not actually sure what the purpose of it is, but consistently mm-hmm. we always see them having shorter shorter legs and, and longer arms um they measure on a 0.81 on what's called the intermembral index so basically what that means is the ratio of length between your arms and your legs uh humans average out about 0.71 and gorillas are about 0.12 so it's it's in the middle which is interesting i find that to be interesting as far as uh, the intermembral index, um, they are pretty muscular from from most accounts. I will say there's there's a little bit of variation geographically speaking. Okay. Um, sightings in the south, they seem to be a little bit more wiry, like tall basketball physique. Um, and then in the northern climates, they seem to be a little bit taller, or bulkier. actually quite a bit taller and bulkier. Yeah. But that that actually is a rule, and I forget the rule off of hand, but basically that's the reason why the biggest bear in the world is uh, the polar bear. Um, that's yeah. why there's the biggest species have to accommodate by being big in colder climates, basically. Right. that's and, th- and that's an actual rule in in, yeah. in the laws of nature. So Those Wisconsinites are just freaking <laughs> massive. <laughs> well, it's, it's that and all the corn. Um, yeah, yeah. And in the cheese, I, f- I cheese forgot about that. Cow. Yes, that's right. Yeah. And the cow. So um, that's as far as big for proportions. Um, they are said to have like n- no neck. Basically, their their trapezoid muscles are pretty big, so they they're not really seeing a, a neck as much. Um, trying to think what else. They have really wide mouths. I don't know why, but they're frequently wide, uh, very blocky teeth from, you know, anecdotal accounts, I guess. Uh Um, Pretty big eyes and obviously the signature Bigfoot. But uh, one of the things I want to focus here is in the anatomy of a Bigfoot, the thigh to the um, shin uh, ratio is very interesting. It's actually what creates the weird walk that you see in that the, that signature film, uh, mm-hmm. the Patterson Gimlin film, where it's kind of walking. You, hmm? Is that the yeah, one where he walks and he like looks? Back? Yeah, 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 and yeah, and yeah. it's it's interesting that you said he. 
And why it's did you she. say he? It's a she. If you take a look at that photo I sent you, it has breasts. And no, that's something that you won't notice if you just take a look at that film just one time. I, but take I a look at that photo. <laughs> uh, below, wow, you're I right. Th- I, yeah, it has breasts. That, I was like, holy yep. guacamole. Yeah, so that's a female. That's a female, which is very interesting. Um, and in regards to why someone would create a suit and then also let alone have it be a, a, a girl Bigfoot with, with big old breasts hanging around and <laughs> all this anatomical different uh, adaptations that now and we know in apes today. So we're going to have to put this a uh, explicit content now that we Yeah, about sorry. It. So yeah. I talked about breasts, so I apologize. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's 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 the Bigfoot from an uh, anatomical point of view. They just have but, some but unique... But you were talking... Hmm? So, so to circle around here, you were talking about how they're... They're essentially their thigh to shin ratio is very weird, and it creates this walk. Yeah, this gate. That, uh, that's what that they call essentially, it. Essentially, essentially, it's like their shoulders don't really move. And and notice and the head's body, not moving. The like head when the head move. does not bob up and down. Right. Um, it, it's all constant. It's all mm-hmm. in the legs. It, all you, of that motion that's correct. is being taken Austin, by the. I, I'm going to have to rewatch a bunch of videos now. Would you say <laughs> that's pretty? Uh, consistent with the videos that come out yeah so the ones that are so yeah the ones that are fake you're gonna obviously pay attention to the the walking of of the quote-unquote creature is their head doesn't move it almost looks like if you were to put your hand on the lower part of the screen and block it out you'll notice it almost looks like they're surfing or floating um and that's just a that's designed by their their anatomy and so that'll definitely be something that can yeah, so that'll be something. Yo, that I'm getting creeped out right now, bro. <laughs> well, okay. I'm just telling you, like, just well, I'm getting the creeped knowledge. out because I feel like, wait a minute. I mean, I thought it could be maybe real, but this is like, it's it's getting me, dude. There's actually some stinking. Well, there's there's bro. there's actual evidence, yeah, and but you have to be empirical, but you but you have to you have to absorb it all. So and it's a so, lot, and I understand that, and so I I can't expect the average person to go, oh, spend your you know, twenty. 20 months like reading and learning all mm-hmm. this stuff like it, it's definitely yeah. a big learning gap for sure yeah big undertaking too yeah we absolutely. are we're nearing the 45 minute mark i don't want to close this I out because i think we're i still think we're going. at like 40 minutes bro yeah no, um well, I, I can i can get to some of the other things you wanted to talk about and then obviously well, where uh, what i think about the bodies and whatnot well let's 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 do this really quickly i mean I would always love to have you back for a part two as well, but also to continue the, the story here on this, take some people, some really, really, you you have had on this topic some people who have been extremely convinced of Bigfoot for a long, long time, mm-hmm. switch their position after more than 20 months of research, even sure. more. Because as much as you believe that these evidences are existing and these in these videos a uh, 35% or or so can be real and even let's say having dna proof and even having scientists being able to prove all of these things even after all of the evidence that seems a little bit out there even just to the common person i'm not going to lie sure uh you still have individuals who switch their positions famously uh one of them being joe rogan and <laughs> okay, I I don't mean on. to be rude here. Oh, go go I, ahead, but, go ahead. But just hear me out because this <laughs> yeah. is somebody who so not only did the research because let's be real for a second. Joe Rogan he does do his research. He's a he's a much more committed just person when it comes to when subjects. It, I would say. Well, but he does. He reads. No, no, the, no. You know, I, I want to actually expose you here, and not expose you, but ex- more so expose you. Expose him. <laughs> yeah, because. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Okay, Just okay, let me explain ahead. what, what he says, okay? Because then you can get into yes, it. Yes, please, please go and I'll respond. So, Joe Rogan believed for a long time, badly wanted to believe even that Bigfoot's were real. Did the research, convinced himself that it was real, and then after a while said, "You know what? <clears> screw it." They're just black bears. And his evidence for that is he takes videos of black bears standing on their hind legs, walking around, which they do. And he goes, if they're seeing anything, it's just a black bear on its hind legs walking around. And and when you watch videos Dude, of they that, look nothing alike when they walk, though. No, no, you haven't they seen don't. it. They I do. I totally have, bro. <laughs> no, they do. They look scary. And I'm not saying that. I'm not. <laughs> it looks scary. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I'm not saying that he's right. I'm just saying that for as many 
arbitrary scientific points that you can argue of Bigfoot's existence, you can also make the same counter arguments with very simple explanations sometimes. And, and, and so what, what I guess what I'm saying here is I think what is going to convince the majority of the population is if we can get our hands on a body. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, you're right. We don't generally see uh, bobcat bodies, dead bobcats in the wild. We generally don't see hunters in general. We don't, we don't generally see, but we have found them before. I mean, the whole reason why we right. know that they go and they, and, they, and, they, and they sort of retreat into these areas is because we've seen them dead in so, those specific Tigram, areas. So, I got a question for you. And, and Austin, you, go ahead. I know you've got already one or two things you got to respond to. Why do we, like, what's the desire to prove to the average, average population that it exists? Like, for me personally, I would just I think rather know if it exists or not. I don't really care if other people thinks it, think it exists. Yeah. Right. It's, it's not the end of the world if so people we try don't to, believe it. No, and, and I, I think general? that's a very good point is I can live my life knowing Bigfoot exists or it doesn't exist, right? It's mm-hmm. also like, okay, this is this is the same argument. Okay, what does it mean if the the world is flat? Did it change exactly. anything in my yes. life? It absolutely yes. didn't. I'm still no, living you're, life. You're, you're 100% yep. right. Yeah, and, I'm, and, I'm but completely it's weird because. But the weird thing is, is that people who believe that the earth is flat is, is seen as stupid and idiotic and moronic when they're just right. asking questions. Same thing with the Bigfoot people, in my opinion. Right. They're just as and they're seeing evidences even of, of certain things being real or not real <clears throat> that when 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 they start asking questions, they go, oh, you're moronic or you're you're idiotic, you're right. stupid. And it's and it, so it's very interesting to me that you don't believe that this topic or these bodies or this evidence is being censored, because in my opinion, and, and it sounds like to some degree there's a conspiracy behind what even you're thinking that there is a reason why we don't have a body yet. There's a reason why we don't have DNA evidence <clears throat> yeah, yet. There's a sure. reason why we can't get a solid image of this thing in, in real well, life. Well, that's, that's not necessarily true. I mean, I've sent you so much stuff. So don't say there's not this or that. So I'll just, you know kind of check you there so there is physical evidence there is hairs there is footprints Mm -hmm. and there are still really good still photos if you want to take a look at one of the photos i put down below which happens to be one of the more clearer ones of the bigfoot we're gonna have to post these uh on our channel yeah no go ahead well well well, Um, just to make my point let let him respond bro no i will i will i just need to say this i'm not saying that there is an evidence i'm saying that that's sort of the narrative that we're sure, told, sure. Okay, that's that fair. That there that's is fair. no evidence. Not not necessarily that there isn't any. I'm sure there is. Right. But the narrative is there isn't any evidence. And, and in my opinion, I, I do believe that's censorship. Okay. Right? I mean, honestly, I don't know if it's not censorship. It's it's going back to the presuppositional thinking mm-hmm. of academics, right? It's because we've never had a North American primate in the United States. Therefore, there cannot be a North American primate in the United States. There's right. no actual... Uh, history, I guess, is what they're really looking for. So that's that's why the argument stops there. Um, evidence and can be proposed, it, yeah. and there, there's been there's t- been times where um, there have been groups of scholars look over this, um, and at best, what they come to conclude is that it's possible. And and honestly, that's that's a really good mindset because yeah, mm-hmm. um, being Bigfoot agnostic is way better than being Bigfoot atheist. If I'm being completely honest, is there, there's just a flaw in in denying a reality that's possible. They they deny the possibility of it, and that, and honestly, yeah. that's an issue. Um, you, getting back to what you were saying, yeah, though, go ahead. There's quite a few things going on here. <laughs> um, yes, if Bigfoot exists, the world doesn't necessarily change for you and me. Um, if Bigfoot doesn't exist, the world keeps on going as it is, in the same way that I talked about the flat Earth. Um, Joe Rogan, before I go on my tangent of what, why there's no Bigfoot bodies, and we can close it out there. Um, so, Caleb, I don't know if you know, uh, who did Big, uh, who did Joe me, Rogan have me. on his show to talk about Bigfoot? Do you remember? You got you to gotta start calling me T-Gram, bro. <laughs> Sorry, T. Okay, I'll, I'll, you can cut it out. T-Gram, so let me <laughs> ask you a question. Who exactly did Joe Rogan have on his show to discuss uh, the Bigfoot subject? Do you remember? I can't remember. I can't remember the name. <coughs> of the guy I think it was uh, James Bobo Fay. Yeah. Oh, so, really? He had Bobo yeah, on? He had Bobo. 
Are okay, you so we're talking about not sending their best. Okay, if Joe is <laughs> no, if Joe away. is taking Bobo okay. as the we, spokesman, we of got it. We got Bigfoot <laughs> knowledge, and you want to tell me, oh, he's very thorough in his subjects. You know what subjects he's actually thorough in? Well, what? it's about three percent of them. Number one is psilocybin. Number one is DMT, and one number the third one is chimpanzees, and that's about it. Everything else he does spark notes on. Okay. <laughs> So I don't I don't want to hear this nonsense okay. about oh Joe Rogan this Joe Rogan that yeah he knows like three things and okay. while that's more than the average person and I'll give that to him he's not I mean he can't actually afford to do the research if he has that many guests bro, on bro we're weekly. about to he get three people by on Joe Rogan the way you're talking, oh I, see I don't I don't mind because Joe Rogan has Bobo <laughs> to tell him Joe Rogan has Bobo to tell him about Bigfoot like okay, so he's not he's not bringing <laughs> in he's not bringing in Jeffrey Meldrum or Jimmy Ch- Chilcutt or Grover Kranz yeah, yeah. or John John Bindernagel who are <laughs> biologists anthropologists fired, primatologists yeah no. He's bringing right. on Bobo from Animal Planet. So, <laughs> let's just let's just put that one to bed. Let's just put that one to bed. Um, and, and, okay, and, hold, on. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. So we got to describe who Bobo is for people he's, who don't know. He's like probably surface level one of the most um, mentally deficient people I've ever this, seen in my life. This, this this man dressed up as a woman. To attract the Bigfoot <laughs> while yeah. he was Bigfoot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just just a wild dude. And, and, and the, the weird thing is, is he, he's got this weird stare, and he's got this weird monotone voice. And he's a big dude. He's he's really big, but he's just he's just a very, an uneasy character. If you guys want to know more about this guy, just look up <laughs> hey, Bobo. We Bigfoot. should put him on the like put his voice uh, on the podcast for a little. Oh bit. yeah yeah yeah. Hey, I'm Bobo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, listen, guys. Seriously, uh, I, I right. really I really do appreciate all this. Now, there's there's two ways we can go about doing this, and I and I really think we should go with the first one here. Yeah. Uh, Mobile, are you okay with doing a part two series and we just record another episode next week? Because there's still so much to talk about. Well, it depends on Austin. How far do you want it? Like, are you another twenty five percent? Are we talking? Honestly, I can I can talk about the subject for eons. So it it really and there's a lot more. And I I can and I can you know put it to bed here tonight with just some of my final statements. Just depends what you guys want. I would say let's do a part two. What do you think in mobile? I'm okay with the part two, only if uh, Austin is. I could go with Yeah, that. I'm down, man. I got plenty of knowledge. <laughs> I got plenty of understanding of the subject. Knowledge. And people of, people of Joe Rogan's status is not even coming close to what I'm going to talk about. So All right. I'm, okay. not, I'm not well, necessarily worried. Well, before you even make your final points, then maybe that's the thing that we – because I know where you want to go with it, and I think that the topic that you're about to explore deserves another episode. So I think – for right now, for today, I'm sorry, listeners. There'll be a part two next week. I'm, I'm gonna turn the lamp off. Well, are we <laughs> doing it next week, or do we maybe, maybe we? Well, we can't discuss it after this, I suppose. Yeah, maybe either next week or just a future episode. But if we do back-to-back episodes, that might be the best because I am so excited about this next topic that he's about to get into, which is. Uh, a little bit more, uh, which the, is uh, oh. uh, it's a little bit more the conspiratorial, I think, in my opinion. So I, I it's not deep. Yeah. It sounds you're you're like you're all for the conspiratorial. Oh yeah. So first, so first of all, none of you asked me what my position was on Bigfoot. <laughs> I believe he's one billion percent real. What? <laughs> I think Do you actually? I, I yeah. I've just been playing the bad guy this whole time because okay. I wanted to be interesting. Sure. I 100% believe that Bigfoot is real. I've, <laughs> I I am tracking with a lot of the evidence that that Austin has. I'm not. Uh, I'm not as well versed as he is, which I'm. That's why I'm really. Glad I'm not that he's versed on the at show. all, dude. I don't. I don't even know what the this thinking. Uh, but I'm going to continue. I'm going to continue to play the bad guy sure. even into next week's episode. And, and honestly, you should. To, You're being the advocate for the listener, in my opinion. I, I, that's literally what I'm trying to do. I am trying to. I am trying to get the questions that I had out to you, and then seeing how you respond, uh, because I had those same questions as well. And uh, I just believe in him because I think it's fun to. Like, it's just cool to believe that there's an animal out there. Sure, but, <laughs> but there's uh, also do you a believe, lot of evidence. Yeah, do you believe on the basis of evidence that a North American yes. ape could exist? Yep. 
Absolutely. Okay. I absolutely do. I absolutely think that there is an ape out there. Like I said about Tennessee, that was really my first real kind of recognition. I'm going, man, we just don't know. We just don't know what's out there yet. We, we, we claim that we have a knowledge of everything that's on land and we just don't. <clears throat> and then when you look into some of the specific evidences, it's, it's pretty wild. So thanks everybody for listening. Thanks uh, Austin for letting us land at yeah, the Ape Brain Studio. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know what? And I'm going to give you the pleasures, man, to, to turn off the lamp. So however you want to turn off the lamp, you go ahead and do it right now. All right. Hey, guys, thanks for listening to the Space Lamp Podcast. Now, I want to make sure before you guys head out, take a look at some of the evidence that I posted. I think this podcast is actually going to be playing some audio clips, possibly putting some links in of some videos, too. So make sure to catch that because, honestly, at the end of the day, I believe there's sufficient evidence, and I think you should do it.